Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Peace, Prosperity, and Penis. Happy New Year. Alright y'all, so we got a lot to talk about for what's your pieces week. Bear with me. I might have to take a break, a swallow of water, a deep breath <laughs> or something. Because we are going to talk about the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice Awards. And of course we're going to talk about other stuff that's going on in the world. Um, I just want to say, every time I see a war show, I always think about Issa Rae when she's like, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's how I feel right now. And it was just amazing to see um, my people show up and show out and not only be nominated, but actually win. Um, it gives a lot of hope to you know, people that are in the industry have aspirations because it's not these closed-minded people that are in the academy and making these um, votes now, like, you know, actual good work that's not fitting into this one box is winning now. Uh, I want to say shout out to Angela Bassett. She always looks great. Her red carpet looks look, were great for the Critics' Choice and the Golden Globes Awards. Uh, she got Best Supporting Actress in Motion Picture for Wakanda Forever, and now she won that court category in the Golden Globe as well as in Critics' Choice Awards. Yes, ma'am, yes, girl. Zendaya, she got Best Actress in a Drama TV Series, and that is for the show on HBO Max called Euphoria. She got that award in the Critics' Choice and the Golden Globe. Um, Quinta Brunson, who wrote the show Abbott Elementary, she got an award for Best Actress in a Comedy TV Series for the Golden Globe. Tyler James Williams, he also got Supporting Actress uh, Award in the Golden Globe for that same show. If you guys do not know who these people are, I'll make some references. Quentin Brunson is the Oh, he got money. <laughs> and uh, Tyler James Williams is Chris, the kid that played Chris, and everybody hates Chris. I just wanted to say MJ Rodriguez look good going to the Golden Globes. If you guys do not know who that is, she is a trans woman, trans actress. She also sings and dances, though, and she plays in the show Pose. That's like her big breakout role where a lot of people know her from. She's done other things since then. But I just wanted to say, yeah, that girl look good. Because red carpet events aren't what they used to be. Nobody is uh, wowing us as far as fashion. You know, of course, Billy Porter, he comes everywhere and shuts it down, you know, and pushes boundaries. But... Uh, it's just not that competitive spirit or innovative um, that I'm seeing with the fashion anymore. Uh, as far as the critics' choice, Glass Onion, that is a Netflix movie, and it is a mystery movie. And it has Janae, Janelle, I'm sorry, Janelle Monet as one of the main characters in that movie. And they got Best Acting Ensemble and Best Comedy Awards in the Critics' Choice. 
Um, Everything All at Once, I have not seen this movie, but because of how well it has done in Critics' Choice and Golden Globes, I want to see it. They got Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Editing with the Critics' Choice Awards, and then um, Leslie Manville got an award for Everything All at Once at the Golden Globes. And from what I was seeing, it kind of looks like it's like a thriller movie type situation, but I I could be wrong, but I haven't seen it. I'm excited to see it now because of these awards. Uh, Wakanda Forever got Best Costume Design in the Critics' Choice Awards, and I could see that because when you think about it, they have to dress people for both cultures. They have to dress people modern, they have to dress people contemporary, and they have to dress people in the past, like when they go and show where their people came from or the struggles, or even like think about when they have those ancestry dreams, um, they have to address them. So I just, I can see that. And I didn't even think about it until I'm like, dang, you know, yeah, that that'll, that's a lot that goes into it. So they won that. Uh, award in the Critics' Choice Awards. Elvis, the movie, I watched that movie while I was on a plane. Um, I wouldn't watch it again, but I'm glad I've seen it just to say I've seen it because everybody knows Elvis is a legend. He's a really big deal. Um, and so, you know, of course you want to you wanna see what's going on. Those huge musicians that have biopics, you want to watch them. They won the hair and makeup, best hair and makeup for Critics' Choice Awards. And then Abbott Elementary, they got best comedy series in the Critics' Choice Awards. Also, Cheryl Lee Ralph got best supporting actress for that same show in the Critics' Choice Awards. If you do not know who Cheryl Lee Ralph is, that is Moesha's um, stepmom, D. If y'all remember her from that, that's who that is. And she plays in um, Abbott Abbott Elementary. She was also one of the original dream girls, y'all. Like, original, original. Like, when it was just a play, like a live show, she was one of them. Yeah. Now, while we are still talking about TV and film, have you guys seen the new movie, You People? It is on Netflix, and it is supposed to be like a rom-com movie. I watched it last night. It was kind of all over the place. Like, it was corny and cute, but then it got into some very um, controversial topics, very, like, fast and quick. And I felt like it was all happening at once. I didn't really get a chance to process of course, it had a good, happy ending. Uh, it had a lot of big names in it, very popular people. And I think it's hard to do such a conscious piece or like such a big piece like that with those type, with such big names in it. I'm talking about a lot of names. We had Eddie Murphy, Neil Long, Lala Anthony. Noah Hill, is that his name? I believe so. Noah Hill, Lauren London, 
Carisha, um, Mike Epps. What's my girl? Sugar from um, Friday After Next. She played in it. And it was just so many other people that I'm sure I'm not naming. But, you know, that's those are big, huge, legendary names. You know what I mean? Like, no small talk. And so it was kind of, it was a lot for me because it's like, it was these big people in these roles. And I feel like, okay, this character didn't really get to act out. I didn't really get to see this character's personality. And then it was like, man, we're talking about some really big conversations because it's like about an interracial couple. And not only are they interracial, they have different religions and everything as well. And so it was a lot of, it was a lot thrown at us at once, but I enjoyed it. I was very happy to see Lauren London acting again. She looks good. She looks healthy. And that's the most important thing. Uh, she has been in a lot of interviews and such since. Um, just talking about her strength and where she pulls from and everything. And I just, I want her to live and have a good time. I wish everybody would stop asking her the same questions. I'm trying not to cuss. But I wish everybody would stop asking her stupid stuff because it's not like she planned it. It's not like she knows what she's doing. It. She's taking it day by day every, like everybody else. And she's just trying to get back to her life. And not to say that she's trying to move on and forget, but she's trying to move forward. And I think, you know, it kind of is like, you know, when you pick out a scab, you can't heal if you were still picking at that trauma or picking at that experience, like that is still very fresh for her, y'all. It hasn't even been 10 years. And so she's going to these all these interviews and they're asking her all the same questions. And I'm kind of frustrated for her because she's way more than that. She's way bigger than that. And we knew her. We knew her way before Nipsey was ever in the picture, to be honest. We know her from when she was modeling for Sean John. Like, we know her. Like, she is so much more than that. And so I just i am wishing her well and just hoping to see her still working and be active and, you know, get her coin. Uh, but you can see a lot of things that she implemented. Like, you know, Nipsey Hussle's song is on the soundtrack for that show. You see her, like, at one scene, that she looks like she looks like Nipsey. Like in one scene, she has on like this blue plaid and like a LA fitted. You know, she's represented throughout the movie. Like in one scene, she has a blue um, eyeshadow. Like I don't know if y'all picked up on that, but like through the whole throughout the whole movie, she's still represented. I thought that was really cute, and I wonder if anybody else seen that. Um, if you haven't watched it, it's on you. Not YouTube. It's on Netflix, and it's called you people go watch it for yourself get your own opinion before everybody starts talking about it on the internet because you know how y'all know how it can be you know talking about everything being on the internet and people changing childish gambino well let me say danny glover because that is actually his real name he said that childish gambino is coming back like, he's not dead. I'm not done with the music scene. I have more to explore my artistry. artistry, And I was really excited about that. I was very happy to hear that. I don't know if y'all listened to him uh, before he kind of stopped making music.
but Childish Gambino had a cool vibe. He had like kind of like a LA vibe, fun vibe, not too serious, conscious as well as like dance music and like, you know, hip hop rap, safe rap. And so I, I'm excited for that to see if he drops a project, you know, soon. I would love that, but I was just happy to hear that he's like, no, I'm not done with that. That's just on pause while I'm exploring other things. That made me very happy. <laughs> um, also, Flo Rida, y'all know that rapper from the back in the back of back days, Flo Rida. He had a lawsuit with Celsius, the energy drink company. I don't know if y'all have seen these Celsius. Uh, they look, they're like seltzer drinks, but flavor seltzer drinks, but they're in cans and like they look, they look like they taste good, but I wouldn't do, I've never had one just because I don't do good with like a lot of caffeine. Apparently he was, Flo Rida was, you know, doing a lot of work for them, promoting for them for a long time. And, you know, they are just now becoming popular and seeing the return on their investment. And so Florida was like, well, where's my check? You know what I mean? I should have some royalties. I should have something because I put my name out there when y'all, when this company was nothing, when y'all, nobody was buying, nobody, you know, I did a lot of promoting. I put a lot of the groundwork in. Yeah, it took a while for it to catch on, but people can associate that drink with me. Y'all, he went to court and he was only asking for about thirty thousand in the court. Like that's all he wanted. He was he wanted a cool little forty thousand for you know his work, his investment for Celsius. Now y'all tell me why this man got eighty two million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> his lawyers went to work. He came in only asking. He only really wanted was thirty thousand. He ended up with eighty two million, and that's how God worked. That's on like never give up on yourself. Never give up on things. You might it might take a while to see the return in your investment, but still make the investment. You know, it's always something bigger, something more waiting for you. I was just really happy to see somebody that looked like me get that, you know, especially even a rapper to get that type of big money because Florida hasn't put out a hit, like a big hit in a long time. You know, like his name is not popping like it used to be. And so for him to see such a big amount of money after all that wave and all that, like, I know he's just feeling on cloud nine. And I'm really happy about that for him. I feel real good about that for him, too. Um, I think that's it. No, one more thing, y'all. One more thing. BMF is back on. I don't know if y'all watch that. It is a show that comes on stars with a Z. And it's one of 50 Cent shows. But this show is also based off somebody in real life. If you guys know who Demetrius uh, Floyd is. And Terry Floyd. They are a really big drug drug dealers, kingpins, whatever you want to call it. And they made history. They were really huge. They had a really big influence in Atlanta. 
but they started in Detroit. That show is back on. I'm excited to keep seeing it. I try to stay off the internet when the show comes on because y'all be ruining it, you know, but I'm excited to see where that show goes. And that's it. That's all, y'all. I promise. That's all for What's Your Piece this week. And then we're going to get into our next segment. All right. So is it prosperous? You know, it's the new year. It's the beginning of the year. People have resolutions and um, vision boards have become a really big thing as well now. Uh, I was on the fence about doing a vision board and I still haven't done one. But I was telling my friend, like, hey, I don't think I want to do them anymore, you know, because I have all these really big, great visions and I never really cross anything off. You know, I really don't even do anything that I say I want to do. And like, all of it just seems unattainable. It seems intimidating. I don't want to fuck with the vision boys no more. And then uh, at the end of the year, I seen a trend on TikTok where everybody was doing what they had on their vision board for the beginning of the year and then what they made their reality towards the end of the year. And I was like, oh yeah, that's cute and everything. But then I also feel like it feels like a lot of pressure to do those things or get those those boxes checked off and it doesn't allow room for growth in real life to happen because you know you can be focused you can have mission and goals you can't say this is what I'm going to do this is how I'm going to move but life happens and you don't have time to react or it takes a long time to get back from whatever happened but let me tell y'all when I tell y'all my friends took me to church they was like listen you can't have the vision without goals and you have to implement your goals with your vision board. And I think that's what I was missing, like the small steps you take to get to that big vision. Cause it's not that these things are unattainable or they're just so big and intimidating. It's like you didn't put those steps in between. And I always have looked at them as two different things as far as goals and your vision board your goals and your vision. Like, yeah, they align on some level, but for me, goals were goals are always more short-term and, like, fast. But your goals can be a part of your vision as well, and they should be. Um, and I want to know what y'all think about that. Are y'all doing vision boards? Are you doing a physical one? Are you doing a virtual one? Because I'm not going to lie, I am a Pinterest girl, and I see a lot of pictures on Pinterest that, okay, this could be a part of my vision board or whatever. But I also believe in like how the manifestation comes when you're putting your hands on something, you're putting your mouth on something, you're taking the time out to write it down. So if I do decide to do one, I am going to do a physical one. I do have a folder on my vision board. I mean, a folder on my Pinterest that's called vision board and it's just little things I like that inspire me or look good or something that like I can see myself in that same type of arena. And I just wanna know, how do y'all feel about vision boards? How close are your visions to your reality? How close are your visions to your goals? Because I think that all gets mixed up in one. It can be hard to determine the three. 
um, especially when you're younger and you're ambitious and your mind is kind of all over the place, you might feel like, I don't have no direction. Or, well, I don't want to focus on this one direction because I don't want to get stuck there. I don't want to be doing just that one thing and that be the thing I'm aimed for. But I feel like it's good to do a vision board. It's good to do goals. And it's good to do a reality check. I am going to get a planner. That's what I want to do, get a planner for the year 2023. They have planners that actually go from like the year 2023 all the way up to August of 2024. So I'm going to try and find one of those to help keep me as far as a reality check. I am not sure if I'm actually going to do a physical uh, vision board, but I just wanted to bring that topic up. Like it doesn't have to be done. It doesn't have to be so taboo and it doesn't have to be unattainable. That's it. That's all for is it prosperous? I want to know, is it prosperous for you to do a vision board? Is it prosperous for you to set out your goals? And of course, you know, it sounds like, yeah, of course, why not? But is it prosperous? Is it making you anxious? Is it putting pressure on you? Is it making you feel like a failure? I want to know if y'all doing it. What were your results? And are you looking forward to doing it? All right, that's all. All right, so for the part of the show that has remained nameless, we're going to talk about sexual things. I want to talk about self-love and masturbation this week because I feel like once you start having sex, once you have introduced your body to that chemical release, that hormonal release, your body somewhat craves it, even if even if you're single, even if you're celibate, even if you're abstinent, and even if you work out, like your body still craves that kind of release. Like, I just think it's important to bust, you know, rub one out every now and then. <laughs> every now and then, like, sometimes you feel like you're in a bad mood or you having a bad day, or maybe you just need to go to sleep or take a nap or something. Sometimes you just need to rub one out. And even like I see shows and things where like people would do like they'll have masturbation before they see they sneaky link or they see that toxic lover that they really don't need to be involved with. It's like, um, did you masturbate first? Like, are you horny? Or are you really trying to see what this person is talking about? Are you horny? Are you really need closure? Like, do you really need this conversation? Are you trying to get some? I think it's important. I don't think it should be taboo. Like, I think people are really ashamed to talk about it. I think people are really embarrassed to talk about it. Um, And I don't think it should be like this shameful, dirty thing because if you don't have nobody, you have yourself. Like, why shouldn't you make yourself feel good? Why shouldn't you be able to be the one? to know what you like to make yourself feel good, you know what I mean? Even for the people that are in committed relationships or they just have consistent sex, I think it's good to do masturbation every once in a while to like, I feel better and I gave myself that feeling. Like, you know, cause it's a different feeling where like you, you feel better cause you had sex, you had that release, but then sometimes it's like, you feel like you owe that to somebody else. You know what I mean? Cause somebody else was involved. So, what what do y'all do 
as far as masturbation and self-love do you have a schedule do you know when it's time to do it do you just randomly do it do you feel ashamed when you do it do you like kind of touch yourself and you know not touch yourself like oh i shouldn't do that like i'm a feel like a dirty person um me personally growing up in like a religious background and on top of that i went to catholic school um it can it kind of becomes that like i feel bad i feel dirty i feel weird but then like it's like no i'm i'm human i am well within my rights to have that feeling to have that release and feel good about myself and feel confident about myself i feel like it opens up that door to be like yeah i feel good i look good i think masturbation is a form of self-love do y'all feel like it's like too much and then i also talked to y'all about what it means to be a nymphomaniac and um, a sex addict and of course it can be too much where it's like dang you doing it all the time you got to do it before you go to work you got to do it and then of course it's an addiction where that becomes priority over doing other things you know but i think it's not shined on as far as a form of self-love or form of self-care. Um, I think self-care has become this whole way for businesses to sell you products or to read books or to do a certain lifestyle. And then like it's small everyday things as far as rubbing one out. <laughs> that's self-care, that's self-love. I think y'all should get in tune with it. Let me know how you feel about it. Are you still doing it? Do you feel like, and do you feel like you're going to still do it once you have that partner, that lifetime partner? Are you still going to get with yourself every now and then? Like, because I feel like you should always be dating yourself just a teeny tiny little bit. Um, but that's really what I wanted to know about y'all. Like, are y'all masturbating? Are y'all, are y'all getting with yourselves? be real be honest because you probably ain't bust one today you know what i mean and if you listen to this and you feel weird about it or you feel uncomfortable you probably need to bust one <laughs> you probably need to bust one that is all i have y'all this week or this episode of peace prosperity and penis thank you for your patience thank you for still listening um i'm looking forward to doing more with y'all this year sharing a lot more, putting more content out, um, going deeper in my t topics, making the episodes longer and fuller, doing new segments. Um, and y'all just keep rocking and riding with me. Of course, you guys can find me on Instagram at B-A-Y-Y-Y underscore underscore B. That's a baby with three Ys, two underscores, and a B. And you guys can follow me on TikTok with that same username. My Twitter is B-A-E-E-E -E -E underscore B. And that's Bay B with three E's under underscore B. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all new year. I'll check back with y'all. Next month is Black History Month. You know how we do. We might not do nothing good for the community or give back, but we're going to act a damn fool all the We're going to act a fool anyway. So y'all be safe, stay warm, and 
I'll talk to y'all next episode.